That looked like a lot of memes. Those are good memes. This year was just memes. Thoughtful banter. Sometimes thoughtful. Mostly banter. All the memes. Yo, 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 what is going on, guys? Before we get into this episode, I just want to quickly say thank you so much for today's sponsor, 13 Clothing. 13 Clothing providing us halal, Muslim, Shia, drip. Check out my boy Hussein right now looking fresh. Yes, if you go on the site, the clothing obviously isn't for free. But you could, you're going to save not one, not two, not five, but 10% off if you use our code Thoughtful Banter. Thoughtful Banter, the same way it's spelled on our Instagram. Yep. That is with an X instead of an A. If you're on Spotify, you can check it out in the description box below. We're going to just have it typed down there. Description, yeah. If you're on YouTube, we're just going to put it down there as well. So go check it out. Thank you so much, 13clothing.com, for sponsoring today's episode. Yeah. So just to give the topic a little brief introdu- introduction, Matty did the last time. I'm going to try my hand at it this time. Mm-hmm. We're not going to be talking about marriage, um, which I think a lot of you guys actually ended up liking. Just, but I'm kind of sick of talking about marriage in, yeah. the, in that specific aspect. But we are going to be talking about relationships, specifically haram relationships, and the reality that a lot of the youth, a lot of the people in my demographic, <clears throat> college and even some post-college, a lot of them have been, either have been or are in Haram relationships. Dude, it is, unfortunately, it's so common. And I don't want anyone to think that this is me on a high horse because I think the truth of the matter is it is so much harder to be in a halal relationship nowadays mm-hmm. than to be in a haram one. To not be in a haram relationship is not a passive thing. It is an active thing. Mm-hmm. Like, to be passive, I believe you're just going to fall into one. Uh uh-huh. You're just going to. Because, like, what what are people expecting? It's not unless you are completely socially inept. Sorry if anyone's <laughs> feelings are hurt. Like, if you're just a guy or a girl who's relatively attractive and has social skills and can create bonds with people, you get lonely. And the truth of the matter is, hey, let's get right to the nitty-gritty. Uh, humans have psychological, emotional, and physical needs. Absolutely. Islam is one of the only Abrahamic religions that clearly, clearly uh, addresses that and recognizes these needs and doesn't shame us for them, which is why marriage is suggested for younger people. Mm-hmm. And what happens whenever people aren't married? Do you think the needs go away? <laughs> no. No, they don't. And this this is the thing. Like So many of our youth are in these relationships, and it's not like – Yes, it, it is the kid who drinks and, and smokes and does all the haram stuff. It's also the kid who reads Quran at the masjid consistently. And even if they're not in these relationships, right? Because yeah. um, this is not to say that all everyone, every single kid that goes to the masjid or goes to college <laughs> is in a haram relationship. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But even the people that aren't are struggling so hard. It's a battle, bro. I was listening to a lecture and this guy said, he was like, you know, when you go to college, there are three types of people mm-hmm. that don't have like girlfriends or whatever or boyfriends yeah. that aren't in relationships. You have the nerds, you have the losers, and you have the religious kids. <laughs> <laughs> and it, yeah. it, it's unfortunate mm-hmm. because, like you said, I mean, kind of our whole podcast is really kind of based around the idea that we have these Islamic solutions available and we don't use them. Dude. You are absolutely correct. I mean, when I was in college, and you guys know, I probably said it a thousand times now. I'm going to say it for the a thousand and uh, one time. I, I dropped out. But my I took one semester in college, and that entire semester, I'm going to keep it a buck with you. How old was I, 19? Uh, Something like that, yeah. 19 years old. Brother, 
Hussein. It took all of my willpower not to like talk to girls and socialize with girls mm. because that's every that's that that is a college experience. It's part it's definitely a large part of it, yeah. And I know for people uh, like me who are like just have social have social skills and like talking to people, it's the easiest thing. It it really is. It's really easy just to strike up conversation and get to know people. Yeah. You know, like so <clears throat> the the attack is on many different levels. Number one is just the in person connections. Um, just being social, having social skills. Oh, you want to study? Yeah, great. Like the thing is people always do start off as friends. Yeah. You know, you're just around people. And then the other part on top of that is, you know, Tinder, Instagram, Snapchat. You know how easy it is to make a Tinder account? Before you even get there, before you even get there, sometimes it's literally necessary to communicate with with girls at your university. Like I had, yeah. I had a, I went a whole summer. I had a lab partner that was female for the whole entire four or five weeks or mm. whatever of that session. She was my lab partner. That means every, it was like Monday through Thursday, every day I had to sit with yeah. her. <laughs> what, what, what are you gonna do? Sorry, I can't be your lab partner. Exactly. It's my religion. <laughs> when it's not even against your religion, you just, <laughs> you just wanna, uh, uh, you know, stay away from a potential situation. Exactly. You know, exactly. so it's, it's rough. And it's even, sometimes it can even be more complicated for people that are like i guess adhering to their religious principles because sometimes that makes the attraction greater <laughs> and it's kind of it's kind of exactly weird it's kind of weird but i've had scenarios in which like mm. some people have been like oh you know come for a hug <laughs> right and i've been yeah. like nah sorry uh, i can't uh, hug yeah and it's been like increases. the pers the pursuit has like increased a absolutely and sometimes they might not even be like really really into you but it's just like you stand out yeah i mean this is some red pill right here Let's talk about like what makes you stand out, right? It's like if you're like I'm just thinking from like a, like a perspective of a woman, guys are really thirsty. All guys are just like mad thirsty, you know. Especially if like if you're like a, a like a relatively attractive woman yeah. outside, guys don't know you. They're talking to you, trying to get to know you. You know what's up. The one guy who's like just a dude is six, but then doesn't want to go for the hug you offer. Whoa, <laughs> be a high value all of a sudden. Uh, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. That, that's how it you're, works. Yeah. You're communicating something different. Yeah. You're, you're a different kind of dude. I mean, think about it. You're every Thursday guy, a girl comes for a hug. I'm going to go for the hug. Uh huh. And you know, no, you know, the girl's going to be like, why? At the very least, it's going to make it, make her ask. Why? Why? Are you gay? Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> why, why don't you? Yeah. Makes, makes you interesting. Someone was telling me, they said that they were in middle school and, uh, he said one of like the prettiest girls in the school, like asked him out and he said no. And then they just called him gay for the rest of the That's school. <laughs> the rest of the school, gay. And the whole school just called him gay. And your ego's hurt. <laughs> it's like, you're lucky I wasn't even God. <laughs> Yeah, dude, it is it is a struggle, and I can't even like I'm not even out here trying to tell people that you're awful, that you're bad, because um, it, odds are someone listening to this is in a haram relationship. I mean, and the reality you know? is, like we said, it's so easy. Like you were saying, like you can go on your phone, make a Tinder account, and have access to a world full of people that a you world. otherwise never would have had access to in thirty seconds. Yeah, and it, it, again literally 30 seconds it's not hard to get on these dating platforms they make it easy on purpose because dating platforms are not designed similarly to um instagram you know social media platforms um they they, they are it's 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 the easiest thing like i said earlier i know i've already said it but it is easier to be in a haram relationship right now than a halal one it is literally easier but like i know i'm repeating that but i want us to think about that 
why are we allowing the solution that God has given us to be the hardest thing in the entire world? Getting married is so hard right now mm. on multiple levels. I know this isn't like about marriage, but just bear with me for a second, right? Besides the fact of coming overcoming uh, the cultural um, norms of where you live, uh -huh. then you have to confront your community norms, which are mixed because the community norms come from different countries, depending <laughs> on how diverse your community is. Uh -huh. And then it turns into the personal preferences a girl or guy has and then it, you know, it, it just gets harder and harder meantime tinder's there yeah upload cute pic change your name i mean dude you i mean i, I i'm sure you've had this experience like you're on campus and you just see like someone you know from like, uh -huh. the community or something <laughs> and you're like it's a pot of law <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I'll snitch though. You know, like, me, I mean, yeah, it's it, it's not, and it's judge. not even, it's not even like, I get it, like, <laughs> you know? yeah, I'm not like you're snitching. I'm not. It's not only like I'm not snitching. I completely understand the desire and co even can understand the motivation behind why you're doing. Yeah, that. it's like, and also, like, there is no judgment from it. There's no judgment. No judgment. It's sad, but it's definitely no judgment because you know once you start really judging someone, Allah going to test you. Yeah. With that thing, I don't want to get. I don't want to get tested. You know, <laughs> you know, what's that dua we're told to make? Don't test me with anything that you know will, will be really difficult. On that jump, that's what it's like whenever you, whenever you're in university. And I hope if you're a parent listening to this, I hope you understand. You know, I, I think what's also hard for the youth is that these parents think that they understand. They don't because um, sexual pressure now compared to back then, um, like maybe 20, 30 years ago, it's like on steroids. Yeah. This new stuff is Everything is sexualized. Everything is sexualized. Um, I remember reading online. I don't have the exact figure, but if you guys are curious about this, you can go online yourself. I think the average age of, of youth whenever they discover pornography nowadays is like 12, 12 years old. So... It's not even like a little kid might not even be maliciously mm. looking for porn. You're just going to find porn nowadays. Yeah. Like unless your parents are really ahead of the time and they're not. And they're <laughs> because because they're they're older, you know? People people work and no one no parents aren't going to call up their internet provider and say, "Hey, put a block on these dirty websites." Yeah. Right? And you got phones now too, so you don't even instant access. Instant access. So even if your parent has a block on your home network, if you disconnect from the Wi-Fi, you have data. You have data. Yeah. So you can see anything. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It just frustrates me, and this is gonna come back to marriage. But again, we're gonna try to not make it about marriage in this aspect. Make it about marriage, bro. Let's go. <laughs> it frustrates me when we, as a community, as a Muslim community. Again, like I said, ignore the solutions that we have. Marriage is something that we have suggested for people who are younger. I don't know if it's exactly for this reason, but this sol it solves this problem. Brother, it's one of the reasons. It's one of the reasons. Yeah, just straight up. It's one of the reasons. It's straight up Every, one of the reasons. We have, we have these feelings. We have these needs, like you said. <clears throat> and they're not bad. They're there for a reason. Brothers, we've brothers and sisters, we've mentioned in this uh, podcast many times already. We're not scholars, but if you want a book that is completely comprehensive and amazing and free and written by a qualified individual, check out Marriage and Morals on al-islam.org by Sayyid Muhammad Rizvi. It's an amazing book. Yeah, and it kind of goes into some of the stuff that we're talking about here. But just quickly, real quickly to get back to my point, I feel like these parents forget what it was like to be a teenager. You feel like? 
I know, bro. <laughs> you know, even, even in a society that was, like, as sexualized less, right? Yes. Yeah. Like, in America. It's yeah. like, say it was sexualized less back when they were growing up. They still had these feelings and they still had these desires, right? And I'm sure this phenomenon of Muslim kids going to the masjid and then having girlfriends on the side is not something new. Yeah. It's not, it might it might be more pervasive maybe mm-hmm. nowadays because of the things that we mentioned, but this is not something new. But somehow they expect their kid to go to school, right? Get a job, go into the workforce, and then like reject literally all, <laughs> all, all of their marriage prospects, all of their options, won't let them do anything. Oh man, it's such a shame. Right? And then they're surprised, like, oh, he's with Whitney? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How she's did that happen? That? She's she's with Nat? How did that happen? Yeah, how'd that happen? Like I I'll tell you I'll tell you how it happened. They were lonely. <laughs> they were lonely. People have needs. I don't know how else to spell it out. I don't want to be crasp. How else should I say it? How can I get it in these parents' heads? How can I make them understand? How I can't I it's not my job to prove to people what Islam has clearly shown. <laughs> It's not my job. And I think a lot of times, I don't know, parents are scared. Um, they're scared about the future of their kids. Yeah, like, you know, that's true. what if they're not stable? What well, they need a job? This, or trust this, this, God, and that. Bro. Trust God. I mean, <laughs> he, <laughs> I know these people, bro, like coming from the motherland, getting married without a dollar to their name, I, coming to America. I know. I know like I know. sheep wool on their back. <laughs> <laughs> Got nothing, living in a dirty alley, and then 30, 40 years later, they're working on some high-end position in some mm-hmm. company. Look at these immigrant families, bro. Do you see how successful so many of our Muslims are, bro, yeah. materially? And a lot of them came either came here married or yes. got married once they came here. They like were dirt poor. poor. <laughs> and they forget where they came from, bro. Like, how do you think you got there? You think you got there just by hard work? No, God provided. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what else to tell you, bro. <laughs> he, he God take care of you. Yep. He's gonna take care of your son and I mean, your daughter. Yeah. I mean, like, assume again, assuming that you want to your kids to be Muslim, right, and want your kids to have these Islamic values. Yeah. What's scarier, them you them marrying when they're young, and then you being there to support them through their journey together through life, even if if necessary monetarily, or them marrying Whitney, them marrying Brad, them marrying Chad, them marrying Sarah, right? And then slowly, little by little, leaving that Islam behind. And I think um, on that point, I think there has been an apathy built towards this situation. Mm-hmm. We put a blind eye to it. And it's I feel like to some families, it's like an unspoken thing that they're they're maybe not okay with, but they've accepted. Hmm. Like a... Um, you know, he's, he's a boy, he's got needs, and uh, he's not married yet. He, he'll uh, he'll ask God for forgiveness later. Uh. And I certainly do mean to say, you know, like, I'll, I'll, you know, it's in the Quran. There's literally a verse in the Quran about people who commit zina, you know, about, like, asking for forgiveness and Allah. If, if they repent sincerely, Allah forgives them. Mm-hmm. But at any point, whenever we're okay with a certain sin, we should address it. Because you don't know when you're going to die. Nope. You have no idea. No idea. I mean, I had like two <clears throat> two much energy drinks. Today. I could have a heart attack while I'm recording this, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, not yeah. that I prayed before this. Yeah, you know I mean, it really is, and this is like not just the people who we're talking about. And again, I just want to stress: this is not me or us talking from high horses. Most of Absolutely us have been not. in these kind of positions. Yeah. Um, but it is truly an arrogance, truly an arrogance that we think we will have until next time. 
that we think we will have the Absolutely. time to repent. And let's not even go into the entire aspect of how to multi correctly, ethically to the to the uh, to the level that we should be for it to actually be ethical and halal. Is it practical? As as a man who man or woman who your goal, inshallah, is to marry someone long term. Do you think that you are developing yourself to be someone who can be with one person? Because again, we, we like we live in this fantasy world. It's kind of like, and you said this one of our other episodes. People who just say, oh, "I'm waiting to get ready to get married." Mm. What do you mean you're waiting to get ready? You don't wait to get ready. That's that's not what happens. So, you're training yourself to be with multiple people, and that's not being with multiple people necessarily isn't wrong, right? But if you're just going and abusing muta, just going person to person to person to person, basically one night stands or like like. Do you think you're building yourself to be someone who can be content with one person? Yeah. I just want to, I don't know. I'm sure you guys know this, but I just want to clarify. This is not us making an argument against Muta. Um, no. <laughs> you know? No, no, no. I'm, I, you never catch me being against what's halal. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not one to be against this is This yeah. is not us saying that you shouldn't do it. There are no cases where it's applicable. Yeah. Um, this is just me talking about the practical correct application of it yeah and and on in all honesty i think most people even people that are struggling can probably do without it or, or don't need it rather yeah i mean uh to my understanding it's traditionally and practically speaking appropriate for people who have been married before to implement i mean i i don't i wouldn't know right? but i wouldn't know that no yeah I think we're kind of out of our depths. Huh? Out of our depth? Yeah. Only with that last comment. Yeah. <laughs> Let's backtrack. Okay. All right, what do you, what do you want to pick up on next? Uh, um, I mean, I guess I'll pick up. I just get, we just leave in what you said and leave out what I just said. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Anyways, um, all of this to say that... The reality of so okay, I guess I guess I want to end this with two messages to the community slash parents slash grandparents, anyways, authorities of, of younger children, right? Talk to your kids and listen to them when they tell you the things that they need, right? And and a lot of times with this kind of stuff, I don't know, just because uh, a lot of parents lack the ability to be transparent with their children about this stuff, even though it, it's important that they should be transparent. But anyways, you have to look for signs um, because oftentimes your kids, especially if they're like 18 plus, are going through stuff and they need your help. Bro, by the time your kid's 16, they're interested in having sex. If it's a boy, absolutely. Absolutely, bro. I, I, uh, snitch on anybody i'm trying to say this in an appropriate way i've spoken to some young brothers who were like asking me for advice mm. young like young brothers who are like yo this is what i did and i'm like i feel for you bro i mean like i wasn't like yo keep it up <laughs> I, was, I mean you know like when someone opens up to you about their situation you don't want to push them away because mm -hmm. you know like you know like 
they're they're opening up to you. It's very difficult for them. So you don't want to be like a suck for the law. But do you feel the flame? Do you feel the flame of hellfire? Achi, repent right now. Like that's not my job. <laughs> and they're already feeling massively guilty. And mm. and what's even very dangerous with this kind of sin, and sins in general, is that you know you start identifying with the sin, which is the worst thing you should do. Because as Hussein stated stated in our last episode, our identity should be our spiritual potential. Not our sins. Mm. No matter what your sin is, you should not identify with your sin. Yeah. What is done is done. But as long as you have breath in your lungs, you can repent and you can change your life and be a completely different person. You know, that's corny, but that's the truth yeah. of the matter. But the thing is, is like with these sins, right? Our youth fall into them. They feel guilty because they feel guilty. They identify with them. They identify with them. That's just me. And, and that's just, just who I am. That's just who I am. And they just hang on to it and they continue doing it. Part of that is because they haven't forgiven themselves. Mm. I'm here to tell you, like, bro, who are you to forgive yourself? If you if you ask God for forgiveness, you don't think Allah can forgive you, bro? Yeah. Isn't that one of the greatest sins? To think you've done something God cannot forgive? Mm -hmm. That is, yeah. Come on. Come on. But, like, I, I'm here to say, like, to the people listening to this, get your act together. Like, seriously. Like, I, I, not don't don't think... You have a serious issue right now if you're being offended by me being judgmental, first of all. Don't don't listen to me. Just ask yourself, are you okay with what you're doing? If you're not, like God's right there, bro. Closer than your jugular vein. <laughs> please. Just it's 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 difficult, but it is simple. Please, please. Just just say, I want to be a different person. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing as every motivational lecture we hear about the dunya stuff. It applies to spirituality as well. It's it's a decision. It's, it, it's a that's all. Decisions aren't processes. Decisions are do or don't do. Yeah. You know what did Yoda say? There is no try. There's only do something only, like that. Yeah, that's exactly. What <laughs> yeah, there is no try. Just do it, Nike. Just do it. Except not. <laughs> it depends who's saying that. <laughs> Your friend's like, bro, deny. Just do it. <laughs> but no, seriously, like guys, get it. Like again, I was talking to some youth. And they're like extremely down and like guilty about themselves doing their thing. And I was like, bro, do you feel bad about it? And he's like, yeah, I feel super bad about it. I'm like, then change it. Then change it. Mm -hmm. Like, that's all I can tell you, bro. But like, if you feel bad about it, that's, that is a blessing. Don't yeah. think that you not feeling bad about it is a blessing. And sometimes we feel this pain about our sins and we wish that pain will go away. But the truth of the matter is, is that that pain is the, is like, is, it's God giving you a hand, yeah. stretching out to you. Like if you feel that, listen to that. We we, but pain pain makes us feel uncomfortable, right? We want to walk away from it and, and go deeper into indulgences because they they're like white noise. It's like whenever you're driving a, like a long car ride and you just need to listen to music. Mm -hmm. Like why can't you be in silence? That's sometimes what it is like spiritual pain, right? I haven't made my salat. I'm gonna I'm gonna stay busy, stay busy. Like bro, it's late. Pray, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, kind of in that same vein. I mean, preaching. Um, preaching. I know, I know, I know. Kind of in that same vein. Yikes, gross. I know a lot of like people are like, you know, I don't like my community because they're judgmental, bro. Right? And sometimes they are. They are legitimately judgmental. Actually, actually, a lot of times they are legitimately judgmental. But even there, there is something to take even away from that judgment. You know, maybe you should be feeling judged. Yeah, maybe. I mean, maybe I mean, you need to feel judged. 
maybe someone loves you enough to care about your decision. <laughs> exactly. Not like they're all okay. Exactly. I mean, like, I know I know this is an extreme example, but if a same was right now next to me shooting heroin up his arm, I'm not going to be like, oh, yeah, bro. Let's vibe. Pass me that needle when you're done. I will slap you so hard. And I'll be judging you. Yeah, and the, I guess the, the community become uh, sorry, the issue with communities become when they judge you about things that uh, don't necessarily need judgment matter. yeah don't you necessarily matter yeah that, iranian that's what? when that's when it's stupid and you should yeah. just not listen but when there's legitimate like concern behind these things even if it's extra listen to what's me listen to, like to the to the important part that's the in kernel there. yeah yeah because most of these people aren't just doing it because they like it like they're not uh, some people like it <laughs> a, lot. a lot of people High like horse it. There. a lot of people like it yeah but even from the people that like it there could still be truth in it. They might be right. Yeah, they might be right. <laughs> yeah, and like, here's the here, here's what's important to me. You feeling judged isn't an excuse to keep doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Who cares? You shouldn't. We're talking about your life. This is your life. You you decide the person you want to be. Yes, it, may, it might be like a sin on their, on their part to be a judgy person. Mm-hmm. Right. But okay, what about you, bro? What about you, sister? Like, are, are you sinning? Why are you more focused on the judgment of another person than God? That's my question. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? That was hard. <laughs> that's, that, that's, that's all I'm saying. Uh-huh. Why Why does that bother you? Mm. You guys see Allah's watching us? And again, I'm not saying I don't sin. I'm incredibly preaching this episode. And it's not because... It's both of us. It's both of us. Yeah, but it, it's, it's because we're obviously passionate about the subject. Because... <clears throat> I can very easily, I just keep it a buck with you. Maybe I shouldn't say this thing. Look at me like Matthew. We have to edit this out. I can very easily see myself becoming the people who I'm speaking about. Mm. It's very plausible. Yeah. Like I just said, I'm not saying it because, brothers, I've had zero temptations. I'll be, I'll be keeping it a buck with you. <laughs> no, that's not it. Like I said earlier, I was in college. I was like, bro, how are people doing it? And then yeah. I realized a lot aren't. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of them aren't that's what i realized yeah. and so the uh, the main reason for us doing this podcast in, in from the beginning is to t- kind of talk about things that people issues that we've ex- like i don't know encountered with the kids that we've talked to our age and younger and yeah. sometimes even older um and kind of bring them to the to the light and these things should be discussed in massages. Some places they are, a lot of places they're not. Mm-hmm. And again, we just kind of wanted to highlight the Islamic solutions that we haven't taken. And a lot of this stuff, we have literal experience with. Like, literal. <laughs> like real life I'm experience. I'm not just pulling out a thin air, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, it's difficult. It like, it like, it's like, man, like you're just like, like you said earlier, that speaker who said, um, like the only people in college who are single are like the basically losers and then the religious kids. Mm-hmm. And it's like, dude, whenever like you're just a, 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 a young man and you have so many urges and desires, and I'm not out here saying only men, women too. I can only speak from my experience. So whenever yeah. you have so many desires and you're, you're like a social person, you want to talk to people and, and then you're like avoiding and then like some cute girl walks up to you and she's making conversation. Allah is testing you, bro. <laughs> I know. <laughs> It's not even, people are like, oh, people, people, some people listening might be like, oh my God, really? It's like, it's not even like people have such a stigma on sexuality. We're humans. We're social animals. You know how nice it is when someone asks you generally, how's your day? You know how nice that is? Seriously. How's your day, bro? 
I'll tell you, it's, it's, uh, it's a lot better now. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. It's very nice. So it's like, you get like, people, I'm speaking farce, I don't know why. People, people, for some reason, shame this stuff. and they, they get that a little bit from other places. Certainly not Islamic. I think we should definitely end with some golden nuggets. Because we've been all over the place. Um, I'll go first. Okay. I think that what we need to take away is, at the end of the day, you have to control your life. And these urges, although they, they are a thing, and although we recognize that it is harder to be in a halal relationship than it is to be in a haram one, it is your duty to make an action plan to be in one. Mm-hmm. Do whatever you can. Um, I was speaking to a scholar about this, and he, he said this. He was like, you know, if it, if it comes down to sinning, you know, you, you might sin, but don't think because, oh, well, I'm probably going to sin next week. I can barely hold on, so I might as well sin now. No, say, Shaitan, maybe get me tomorrow, but not today. <laughs> you know, uh-huh. keep pushing forward uh-huh. and make an action plan for yourself. Mm. Yeah, um, I think I don't have anything to add to that, honestly. Um, I know for when I, I was like 17, I was like, yo, mom, try to get married. And she gave me like, like <laughs> she gave me a literal list. She was like, you know, stop listening to this types of music, you know, uh, monitor what you're watching, the type of yeah. stuff you're watching, you know, fast, you know, keep yourself busy. And all these, obviously, they're not perfect solutions, but they help one. And two, the second thing she did right after that was, all right, now write a plan. Now make a yeah, plan. Make a plan to get your life together. Yeah. I mean, it's also like, just think like, okay, again, like we said earlier, no rambling on, but just bear with me, right? We said we don't use this Islamic issues, Islamic solutions. If you're really down bad, but you're not fasting at least two days a week, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. You know? If you're still listening to haram music, that's all about sex. What are you doing? What, what are you doing? If you're not lowering your gaze, what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah. You're, you're hurting yourself. Mm-hmm. You're going to make it worse, bro. The, mu- the music thing is actually like a... Like a it, it seems small. That that one's a that's a good one. It is. And lowering your gaze includes Instagram. Allah, like about <laughs> Just saying. <Woo. laughs> that's hard because again, that's on your phone. Sometimes like you just gotta delete Instagram for a couple of days because the algorithm knows exactly what you want to see. Mm-hmm. Its entire goal is to keep you on there. Mm-hmm. So you gotta you gotta fight the enemy. You gotta fight the nafs. This is really jihad. Uh, on some no, <laughs> don't cancel me. No, jihad, jihad is is a spiritual battle, right? You're it's finding a, yourself. It's a it's a battle with yourself first and foremost. Absolutely, a battle with yourself first and foremost. Bro, most of the time the enemy is not outside, bro. Yeah, it's within. Jihad al Akbar. It's the it's the greatest jihad. I just want to give like one small hadith and then inshallah we give. It's going to be our longest one yet. Um, so there's hadith that the prophet he sent out a. A war expedition, right? Mm. And this war expedition, you know, back in the day, people had, you know, their camels, maybe one, two. They had their armor. This was not like an easy trip, right? Mm. <laughs> so he sends out this war expedition, and they're on their way back, and they enter the city, and the prophet welcomes them. And he says, welcome to a people who have completed the lesser struggle. I'd be mad. But before them... <laughs> still lays the bigger struggle and they're like oh my god they're like bro i just came <laughs> they're like y'all don't Allah, bro. they're like y'all don't a lot i just came from war bro <laughs> like, i just came from war That's no joke. <laughs> what is what could possibly be the bigger struggle 
what could possibly be a bigger struggle than that? Mm-hmm. Right? I lost my brothers. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I'd be upset. And he said, Jihad and Nafs. The struggle against yourself. SubhanAllah. The struggle against yourself. It's no joke, bro. You don't, let's, not, let's not take that lightly. Yeah, and, and we completely understand. Um, yeah. There's, there's a lot. I can relate to almost everything that was said in this I, episode. I can relate to everything I said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I understand. That's why, that's why I'm speaking about it so passionately. Yeah. Um, just like, dude, just stay in there. Hang on. We got to make this like another episode. We can't keep, we can't keep rambling on. We, we got to talk about this again. Mm-hmm. You know, we, I mean, we can like, we can even have like an entirely different session about something as simple as like, p- p- parents don't even understand the impact pornography is having on the youth. Right. Look at me about to start like off on this episode. Like, <laughs> I can start going. Matter of fact, let's record the next one right now, bro. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for watching or listening this episode of Thoughtful Banter. Uh, shout out to two Fatimas who are watching this show, who are big fans. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, send us very nice messages. Send us very nice messages on Instagram, letting us know that they uh, appreciate the podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, we appreciate you guys. We're not saying your last names because obviously, like that's a. Uh, What's that called whenever you say someone's last name? Uh, I don't know. It's just for privacy reasons. Privacy we're not, reasons. We're not there's saying there's a word though. Uh, now I'm stuck on it. I don't know. Um, Bro, just don't worry about it. Oh, yeah, worry about uh, Shout out to our, uh, lastly, shout out again to our sponsor, you know, 313 <laughs> Clothing. If you want some halal Shia drip, go to their Instagram, go to their website, right there on buy the screen. some clothes. Our promo code is thoughtful banter. The A in banter is an X. It is spelled just like our Instagram. If you want to look, <laughs> and you will not get one, two, three, five percent off. You will get a whole ten percent off. Ten percent. So inshallah, enjoy your purchase. Ten percent. And all that that we can, all that we can help with that purchase. With an X instead of an A. You better use that code today. <laughs> okay. Get you some Shia drip. We're done okay. now. We're done now. Let it go. Thoughtful banter. <laughs> you should keep that in for real. <laughs> no, I, 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 thoughtful banter. I'm stopping now. <laughs> <laughs> that looks like a lot of memes. Those are good memes. This year was just memes. Thoughtful banter. Sometimes thoughtful. Mostly banter. All the memes.